Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Look at us. We're big boys. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting (laughs) live from Chobo Studios in... Beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Oh, no. Indy's eating again. Oh, God. Stuff that he found in the gutter in Van Nuys again. <laughs> hey, is there any way Sherry and Mike can climb over to your camera just to wave to us? We have two longtime fans that knew us since we started this show almost 10 years, over 10 years they, ago. They sent us shirts from Louisville that time. Yes, there they the are. Best, the best guests since the last one. Oh, right here. There, there we go. Sherry and Mike, we love you. And they're just joining us in the studio. They happen to be in town because their son lives right near nice, Ed. Nice, man. That guy lives in a beautiful spot overlooking the beach. He's the sweetest guy. We've had their daughter, Rachel, on the show years and years yes, ago. Yes, we did. And uh, we're just so happy they're there. They drove with me um, from my house over here. So that really helped me get in tune for the show. We got to check in with Daryl. They're just the most amazing people. I feel like they are my um, spiritual parents in a way. And um, Because they're nice to you. <laughs> I didn't say it, man, but I meant it. <laughs> Indy, man, by the way, thank you for uh, everything you do here at Chobo Studios. Yes. How are you today? Doing splendid. It's a beautiful day. How are you guys liking the TV? The That's TV? what I was oh just going to... Look at this background, folks. If you're not on YouTube, hop on Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on YouTube. You can see our new... The new uh, Chobo Studios backdrop, which is their logo. It's amazing, man. Yeah, three years in, we finally got a monitor for you guys. <laughs> well, we love it and appreciate it. And I'm sure the people watching at home are going to be, holy cow, maybe this is a professional show after all. Considering I was getting my students to draw the artwork for us in the past, this is an upgrade. Man. It's an upgrade. Although we did love that uh, the art from my student as well. Um, What's today's episode? Today's episode is called Love the One You're With. With Lisa Schmidt from Lansing, Michigan. But who's the one you're with, Daryl? To clear up to the end, it's yourself. It's always you. It's always you. So criticizing yourself is not loving yourself because our inner belief becomes our outer experience and people take us at our own valuation, I might add. Yes. So let's join in fasting from self-criticism and start feasting on prosperous thinking. Stop making excessive demands upon yourself. Spend your time appreciating the good in your life. Success begins when we say kind things to ourselves. 
Let's see here. Success begins. Okay, we honor our God by loving ourselves. We honor God by loving ourselves. Wow, what a refreshing idea. On this episode, Daryl and Ed point to the one infinite principle being the law of cause and effect. Thankfully, it's weighted in our favor, right? It's the law, also the law of ever-increasing good. Simply put, we are to think of things which are of good report, and God will supply all of our needs. It's that simple. And, yeah, I learned the opposite yesterday. Wow. <laughs> and during the second segment, I don't mean I learned the opposite. I learned the bad. I got the, I was clinging to the, the, the less than delightful end of that not, stick. It's, it's yes. not the, op- no, not the principle tell- is principle, but man, I got a spanking from I got a thinking. Gr- I got a great story too about last night when I woke up. Go ahead. It's called About Last Night. And during the second segment, Miracle Making Lisa Schmidt magnifies our good with today's reading. Begin. Begin. <sighs> so are we going to go into our three breaths before we do the... Remember? Why the heck Because it's so good. Because this is really about not criticizing ourselves and also not buying into the criticism or this is what I heard the other day. We learned critical thinking from people in the past who disapproved of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear that. And then we took it on as thinking, oh, this is something that I should be doing in order to help me succeed. Because that's the way it appears. Yep. But the opposite is true, thank God. That's hit me hard because, the, um, you know, as I navigate this whole school and extricating myself from being this, in this environment, the, like you're really nailing what what to me makes the place a mental swamp, which is teachers using disapproval to motivate kids it, it, to do things. It's the worst, and getting that twisted. It's the worst, and because then thinking that a loving figure disapproving me is somehow a loving thing to do to myself. And then I from start then doing on, it to yes. myself. Yeah, and then I'm always feeling guilty because I'm abandoning myself. I'm punishing myself. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a sickness, man. Um, and I'm I've been covering it. Yesterday, I uncovered it really in myself, which is this part of me that got shamed by people who, in my mind, were the loving folks, just like you said, right. And in the past, I'm, I'm like, I'm applying my divine, um, I'm, I'm golden king this right yes. now. So I'm not even going to exaggerate it or overdraw. I'm happy. It's on the way out right now. But I just came face to face with it yesterday. And it's actually an answer to my prayers in a way because it's showed, it's on the way. It's like that debris is coming to the surface like uh, Mike Dugan used to say. Yes, to it's coming it's, up it's, and it's, out. It's, uh, it's, it's on its way up and out. Um but here's the beauty of it. If this is really, and I was talking to my brother, man, I had a miraculous conversation with my brother last night who reached out in a way. I had just blessed my brother and my relationship with my two brothers. We used to be really close growing up. And, you know, whatever, we haven't been that way. And I was just like, you know what? I remembered how much I used to just love these two guys right. and how important they were to me. And then out of nowhere, one of my brothers, my older, like I have two older brothers, called me, and he was a huge influence on my life. It got me into surfing, music, art, all this stuff. He was the coolest guy, and he took me under his wing, and he reached out to me for some 
um, sage advice, he called it, like the stuff that he knows I've been learning. And it was incredible how God answered that prayer and brought us back together. He, In fact, he, I was just texting with him about something we talked about. Um, but we're going to get to the breaths. Do you want to go do the breaths? Yeah, and also, think, you can, yeah. someone said this to me this week, and it was something that just dawned on him or he saw somewhere, he goes, you know, I... Because this guy would always pound on himself. Yeah. And like, I went to Wagami and see millions of therapists. I mean, oh, I didn't he know. can afford it. But I mean, he spends it's a lot worse of. if you can afford it. Yeah. Because he goes. I couldn't afford it. So yeah. <laughs> life had to show me he, some other options. He go, Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> he goes to, you know, several therapy section, sessions a week. I got to tell you, you were the. Right when I was like. Didn't have the money, and I was paying for all that stuff. And then I met you, and you were like the perfect uh, <laughs> therapist, sober companion. <laughs> sober companion. <laughs> well, he said this, and it's a great way to think of it. He said, "I, I just realized this yeah, is him going. I yeah. just realized self criticism is a defect of character. <laughs> yeah. Self criticism wow. is a, a defect." Yeah. Of character. There's yeah. nothing good in it. Yeah. So that, but him realizing that, and it was good for me there too, because that That's helps. Amazing. It helps you go, okay, I can't, wh- why I am I even doing this? Is This is not healthy at all. Yeah. Self, think of the truth that self criticism is a defect of character. Yes. It's not an asset of character, it's something that needs to be. And it's so freaking eradicated in our society in certain ways, like in the way we like I was telling you in schools that, you know, I was telling you, I was talking to a friend of mine, a, a mutual friend about working with a student. And I was talking about relaxing and yeah. blessing. Yes. And then there's like a devilish voice that came. No, I like I like all this. Stress. You know, like, yes, we, there's like a there's a pride associated with self. Like, I, I'm I'm let me just talk about myself. It's what is kept me stuck in this in the past if like because if i took out all self-criticism motivating me the days that that's what motivates me to go to school and do this job i'd probably go like a handful of days a year (laughs) so if you look at it as like the main thing that's been motivating me to do that thing is self-criticism there's a lot of healing that could take place there, and um, so th- I'm so glad to be here for the show. Did you have something one to last yeah. thing? And I'm glad we have our guest today. Our guest is really um, she's a longtime student of A Course in Miracles, and we quote from that. Yeah, you know, often not every we, show, but we, we read do, a lot. Of we it, read a lot of it. About, listen to so it they there's a statement in A Course in Miracles that really is the best, the best. I heard this 36 years ago, and it still sticks in my mind because it is the, I believe, the best clarification of what um, anger or self-criticism really is. And it's always an attempt to make someone feel guilty. Yeah. Even myself, when I'm getting angry with myself, it's a horrible attempt to make myself feel guilty. Well, that's what happened to me yesterday is there was a meeting I needed to set up, and that person tends to inflict, like, throw their weight around, like, and, and has written emails oh, about yeah. stuff and 
But and so then I bought into it, started feeling guilty, and then I started cursing the situation. That's what happens. Yes. And then I started spiraling. Once I put my voice to the cursing, like yes. literally. Then I'm driving home and I was getting out of it. I listened to this great Brian Scott show called, but but it was about um, what's his name Holmes. Fin, um, what's Ernest Fen Fen Fenwick? Fenwick Holmes, Fenwick his Holmes. brother, uh, Ernest Holmes. Basically, brother. Basically, it was like none of this matters, which is very in line with the Course of Miracles. Like, yes, none of this really matters. Like, yeah, like our because our divinity is never in question or our goodness. So it doesn't. When what I mean with like when I'm stressing over it, yes. what I think really matters, it doesn't really matter at all. So I was getting. Out of that, I get a call from my principal about a parent who, who reached out about one of my columns because they thought it was about their kid, and it's not. And, and it was like, so it's, I got tempted to go back into guilt and anger and cursing and victimhood, but thankfully I was just like. That one's amazing one that you were able to pull yourself uh, up out of that plane I wanted rack. to save that one for here, the live on the air, because I was – I didn't even want to like, uh, I had to, it was so dis- like the, yes. the feelings were so, oh, uh, so, but I had to just keep going back to letting go because I realized the knife that I was like, it was the more I wanted to strike out, the more I was just stabbing ourselves myself. And it, it, it was, but this is really encouraging me about, and I'm talking to my brother last night as well about stepping out boldly and, yes! and, and that, because before this, I had this awareness that, like, wow, I can't, I'm going to, I am stepping into a place in my life where I'm getting this super charged version of myself because now the governor's off the engine. You know, yeah. like that self criticism is, I'm taking it off the engine. Just imagine how fun and joyful life is going to be. You know, it's crazy. I had a dream that goes along with this. I, we never know what dreams come from it maybe because we've been talking about this the past few weeks yeah and we're going to read a few things that highlight this don't worry folks we're going to get to those breaths yeah. but um it is that the whole thought is the only limits that we experience are limits we put on ourselves so i had this dream that it was I had like something physical, like running or something. I was having to do some running and other physical things. But for some reason, my mind let go of any limitation. And I was like flying, like, holy mackerel. And like some people who knew more or who realized this go, yeah, man, this is what it's all about. And I was like, wow, this is like hypnosis releasing you yeah. from this, this self-limited wow, limited idea. Yes. And I was like, wow. And they're going, yeah, just think about all the other things you could do with effortlessness yes. and ease if you would just release, whenever you release that part of ourselves. And that is the only limit. You know what... Um- because it's even proven in like yeah. hip, when they do hypnosis, yeah, 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 and they'll have people do things that they're normally terrified of, right. but now they're totally not because that limit has been right tossed out totally. the wind, tossed out of their mind. And it's just been operating subconsciously. Yes, but, so we think it, and it's creating reality, creating reality, and then when we let it go, then a whole it's, new reality yes. is ours. It's funny. I talked to talking to my principal yesterday. One positive thing came out of it, because which didn't feel positive at first. Which was, I've been attaching my district 
name, like title and email to these columns. I'm like, they're not paying me or encouraging me in any way. I'm just going to put co-host and teacher of truth principles and co-host of whatever. I'm going to rewrite it. So that's what's, it's like, it's it's a little bit of pearls before swine. I always thought, oh, I'm doing such a good thing. I'm People don't want me to promote it and they're not really even standing behind me anyway. Why would right. I do it that way? And I realized, no, yes. this, these are just, this is just something that's really coming more from here yes. than it is from there. Yes. So there's a lot of like, life works in mysterious ways. The more I bless Isn't it. Isn't that a just, great kick upstairs? Yeah, it feels so good. It feels so good. So Our three it goes breaths. along with these breaths, man. This is like, remember we had a tie, we had a show once called Be Sunny. And share. Yeah. Be sunny, S-U-N-N-Y, and share, S-H-A-R-E. So now let's be sunny and share with our breaths, okay. shall we? Yeah, let me make okay. sure I have Take my... Take a deep breath. <sighs> they may say my hair's too long. I don't care with you, I can't go wrong. Ah... They may say my hair's too long. I don't care with you, I can't go wrong. Ah. They They may say my hair's too long. I don't care with you, I can't go wrong. Babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> and you know that's directed to yourself, folks. We got to Oh, let's thank uh, Chief uh, Chief Comfort, Chief Engineer Jeff Comfort out of Kansas City, Kansas, you little devil. Each week you take us right, right into the, the comfort, comfort zone. zone. I got mail cuz we got then we're going to go on a reading bender. I got mail here. Uh if you want to send us mail, go to PO Box Send it to P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Funniest thing. Send it on over. We love to get it. We love getting mail. Also, let's bless and magnify and multiply those Patreon contributions. Yes. Thank you for contributing to this public service ministry, as we call it, because we simply practice, share the stuff that we're practicing and learning from. It's not, not None of this is anything we've made up. We just want to bring to you other people who are practicing you because... It doesn't matter how long you've been practicing. It's something for me and Daryl, hearing someone else who's practicing it and sharing it resets my brain yes. to what is a reality because we're trying to, we're getting out of fear and into love and it's kind of a full-time gig. And joining the Patreon, you're like joining our family because on Tuesdays we do a um, prosperity in, infinite yeah prosperity workshop. Yeah. And... You start to meet the other people who yeah. are also fans of the show, and we all just become more and more together in this. Talk about this envelope. Okay, that, first uh, of all, we Grace got... Grace Detheridge sent us this from the UK. From the UK, and she she rewrote on an envelope, the envelope I sent the pictures to Indy, originally said, we don't know what, but she just added the word new, and now it says, grown, sewn, and made with care. New thought. And on the front, she adjusted what was already there and improved it. 
New thoughtful people change the world. Join us at New Thought or don't. <laughs> yes. And she also said there's a great card. It says, hope your day is great. It has a tiger on the front. Dear Daryl and Ed, I love being on the show in August. Thank you for having me. I'm happily smiling for a living here and now. Here is a book that you may like or someone you know may like. It's called A Thousand Names for Joy, Living in Harmony with the Way Things Are by Byron Katie with Stephen Mitchell. I actually owned this book a really long time ago when I first read, when I first met Daryl. He um, always goes for the books that have a model on the cover, ladies and gentlemen. We actually, that is Byron Katie who uh, um, has a website called thework.com. We've talked about those working through your thoughts, yes, questioning very reality. Useful. It's very useful. Um, so feel free to pass it on. Now it's yours, a book about the way the book seems to have flowed your way. The way is the Tao, because it talks about um, all the chapters of the Tao, the Tao Te Ching, and then it gives a description of them. Her husband is like one of the foremost writers about the Tao Te Ching. Oh, okay. Yeah, Stephen Mitchell. Uh, love from Grace. And it says, from May Rowland, learn to express love, become a radiating center of love, and you will find that love, the divine magnet within you, will change your whole world. Perfect for the show. Yep. Catherine Powell a.k.a. the Senior Golfers of America, sent us an amazing contribution to the show this week. So thank you, Catherine. She said, Daryl and Ed, Mom and I still listen to your every episode and continue to be inspired. Thank you for all that you do. Love, Catherine Powell. Wow, thank you. We got a little something. Which is the one? I think this They're is the one good. from this week. It says, From Kirky. Do not kick or punch the customers. It's me. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. And it says, Daryl says, why not? And then Ed says, because it's bad for business. <laughs> <laughs> and it, if we're lucky, it says, Karen Casey says, if we're lucky, a friend reminds us that what we see and whom we attract are what we have projected. We hate hearing this because we resist respon being responsible for what we reap in this life. Fortunately, our friends don't shut up, nor do they go away. They, too, are projections. They represent our better self, whose voice is the still self. That's still self. a great uh, quote. And it's little Kirky on the bottom reading it to us. He approves of this message. He approves of this. There's, there's a lot more. But I, we okay. have a, um, I believe this is you the one we got time. in the mail. Didn't you read that one? Last oh, time? I did. There's another yeah. one floating around. <laughs> But we we'll show it off. That's from yeah, uh, that's from Lois Conklin. Yeah. yeah, we read it last week. But there is another one somewhere. But it's she, once again, she just says, "Smile often, think positively, give thanks, laugh loudly, love others, and dream big." For crying out loud. Okay. Um, Are we going to do a quick Norman Lundy? Yeah, hit Lundy. We so, got so you, many things come up. I just want to say, last night, yeah, in the middle of the night. Uh, yesterday, I did a ton of uh, rearranging Lori's photo oh, cool. studio. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wait a second. It's time for mug shots. Oh, mug shots. What do you got? Well, first of all, thank you, Rod Schweitzer, for filling our mugs. Yeah, Our were, cup overfloweth. Today with Stumptown Coffee. So what's your mug, Ed? My mug is something that I bought in a um, thrift store in Ventura. I originally thought it was a sloth, which I was getting into at that time, but it's some sort of a monkey, and it says, let's hang out. <laughs> it was a great trip with my wife. What do you got? 
This one was a, a gift, actually, from Stephen Tom Thorpe. I must have got that same gift. I, I, think he was I think he was clearing out his cupboard, and he had probably two of these, maybe. Yeah, I have the same one. And I love what it says. Actually, I can. So you get to see this every morning with yeah. my coffee. And Thank I'm you, Stephen. I'm sipping Tom a little Thorpe. pink juice out of the Chobo mug. Hey, All hey. right. So this is from Norman Lundy. And last so night, I was going to say, so yesterday I moved a bunch of, helped Lori do a lot yeah. of rearranging, which shakes things up in your consciousness as well. Really you does, rearrange yeah. furniture. And um, the good and the bad, because you're enthusiastic about how everything looks and get it, and you're uncluttering. But then, like you said, in the middle of the night, this stuff comes up and out, which is a good thing, but it doesn't feel good in the moment. But if you <laughs> know it's coming up and out, mm -hmm. at least it allows you to kind of get through it without dwelling on well, it. You know what I, I think of it? It's you're seeing the same thing, and now we have a choice to not at first, you're going to feel that little old jolt. Yeah. But then we get to respond to it in a new way. And, and once yes. we get to that point, things get better. But go ahead. So, what happened was during the course of this, like all this coming together easy and the day before i brought a bunch of artwork to vivera oh that's right it boutique. looks great so rearranging that was the day before so all this is really good and this is when you can't get down the devil's last ditch because when your mind starts moving and and seeing evidence of the good that's yeah. coming that's when we're susceptible to this negative self-criticism out of nowhere, but it just means the mind is healing more and your, your, your good is, or the, you're expanding, your good, your life is expanding. It's not a sign of contrition. The thoughts feel like contrition, you know, like congestion, like you're, oh no, well, I got this. Right, but it's just one last gasp of that old thinking in that department to throw out. Yeah. So I wake up at like three a.m. and I'm excited for today's show because we have Lisa and the topic. Right. And Sherry and um, Michael Knight are here. Yes. So I wake up at three and I try to go back to sleep. And one extra positive thing was a contractor got back to me yesterday. To let me know they're going to be able to repair this gate we have, and say he's going to have two guys, and uh, he's just going to charge me parts and labor. Okay, fantastic, sounds good. Do you want me to send uh, estimates? No problem. I've worked with him many times, but for some reason at three a.m. and I was excited. Ooh, that's getting done next week. Uh -huh. This really is positive change. You know, the right, house, the artwork. Right. The, well, not at three a.m. It wasn't. At 3 a.m. it wasn't, wait, are these two, wait, I'm paying them for their labor. Are these guys going to take like three days to do a one-day job? Sure. Am I going to have to watch these guys because the main guy's not going to be there? Right. And I see I'm starting to prepare for disaster Yeah. instead of preparing for good. So now I try, you know, now it's back and forth going, no, no, no. We're going to think on the bright side. And I start feeling better, ready to fall asleep. Yeah, but this has happened in the past, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it just kept going back and forth. Right. And one of the things in my notes to myself, because this is all about, these are the limits that get in the way. This will work out fine. All I have to do is cooperate 
with these ideas. And I told myself just yesterday, this is yesterday's date, 9.15 in my book. Just yesterday, I warned myself. First of all, I said, loving myself, which is what today's show is, is remembering. I contain a superpower of good that is activated by believing and acting as if I believe it'll work. Yeah. And then under that, I wrote this, no more, colon, it is unnecessary for me to continue to brace myself for a disaster in regards to possibility of outside obstacles, dangers, or frustrations. I hear that. What am I rehearsing? Because that's what I did last night. Yeah. Even though I wrote this, call it a premonition, I call it, you know, God giving me the answer before I had the problem. I had the same thing. I had my morning was like, oh, I, it's time for me to stop feeling like I'm on trial all the time. Yes, and it day, is. Like was right in my face feeling like I was on trial. So it's, I hear you. God all was right. like, just be ready. And I didn't really listen fully, but... Um, Okay, right. I'm going to read a reading. I'm going to read a Lundy. Before we go to break. And I should say this one quick. Now you share that at the other side. At the other side? Okay. So here we go. This is from Norman Lundy. The book is called You Unlimited Through the Secret Power Within You. We highly recommend this one, especially yes. if you're a newcomer to this stuff. It's so good. Yeah. It's really good. I recommend it. And you could be an old timer to this stuff, and this one will wake you up because it's just to the point. Yeah. So if you have the book on page 35, and this is what we need to remember, this is the good news. Everyone has an infinite potential inherent within them. If you don't persist in suppressing it, it's surging desire to express through you as your happier life, better health, more security, prosperity, love, and harmony will succeed. Whatever you desire to use this vital power for it is always available and its action is subject only to your own mental image. It is not influenced for you by anything outside yourself. Unless you misdirect it, the creative power of mind is naturally working for you and never against you. It is your opinion of yourself your belief about your opportunities, your attitude towards others, your response to life in general that determine what your experience and environment will be. Wow. What are you rehearsing? What are you rehearsing? And he has a great uh, affirmation here, which says, this is on page 83, it says, I see myself as God sees me. And then we'll go to the break. I see myself as the child of God, surrounded by divine love, moving easily on the high tide of creativity through a glorious life. Physically, mentally, spiritually, I embrace this glorious life. I give its blessings to other people and observe how good comes pouring back to me. The more I give of myself, the more I am replenished. The good that I give returns a thousandfold into my experience. This I know, and so it is. And even if we have to mechanically know it at first, it works because it's the truth of who we are, and that is principle. Coming up next, miracle-making Lisa Schmidt magnifies our good with today's reading, which is begin. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed live from Joe Grove. 
we now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Oh, oh, funniest thing. With, with barrel and bed. Barrel and bed. He always gets the title wrong, folks. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. All right. Welcome back to Love the One You're With with Lisa Schmidt. How you doing, Lisa? Excellent. We're celebrating the Detroit Lions with a winning season. Wow. <laughs> here in Michigan, we're all excited. <laughs> <laughs> How many wins is that? One game so far or what? One game so far, but it was a doozy. And <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, Daryl wanted to drop in a little piece of Lundy before we get, uh, yes. continue. What do you got? This is a powerhouse. Yeah. This is again from that same book. You Unlimited. On page 85, this is it, folks. Love your selfie. Be expectant of good. Why not? You have inherited it. Enjoy a love affair with life and let the best find its way into your experience. Don't allow yourself to short-circuit your good by attitudes of hate, revenge, or destruction. This is the only thing that can interfere with your divine inheritance. Know that life will give you what you are. You are what you feel. This is the law of God. Move into it to your infinite good. Wow. That's, that's what I experienced yesterday in a nutshell. I really have to just stay in forgiveness and blessing the school district instead of Raging against the machine, which gets me further. Yeah. Cuts off my good. It just cuts off our good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's coming. The good is always there. That's the thing. It's always coming. It's always, it's always coming. But I can short circuit it for a time for, you know, the, the, the only the length of time I'm remaining resentful, envious, yeah. any of those negative emotions. And why it says you are what you feel is because... Those emotions feel bad. Yeah. So it lets us know, okay, if I, I'm short-circuiting my good right now, that's why it feels bad. Yeah. Like even those thoughts, those negative, self-critical, criticizing, preparing for disaster uh, with the, what I was perceiving is going to happen with the contractors. Yeah, it's casting ourselves as a victim. And, yeah. You know, and-, and the key is for me to keep turning it back to... No, these guys are going to do it better than expected. Yeah. And I'm going to be going, holy cow, this is amazing. Right. We've become a blessing machine. That's when things start cooking. So, Lisa, you've been listening to the whole first segment, and you've known what we're going to be talking about today. Are there some things that you'd like to share to kick off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lisa's holding up A Course in Miracles for those yeah. of us who are listening on the podcast. You know, when I first started studying the course and – um the, this is from the, this particular book. There's several versions. This is from the Foundation for Inner Peace, and it's ACIM.org. And this is the book that we use in my class. Um, when I started in Course in Miracles, I I know you. last time I was on here, I told you how horrible I used to think about myself. And the Course in Miracles made me realize how much I was loved and how holy we all truly are how much God loves all of us and how holy we all are. Mm. This passage, if people don't get moved by this passage and think that they're special, then 
I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) In lesson 156, which is I walk with God in perfect holiness, paragraph four says, there is a light in you which cannot die, whose presence is so holy that the world is sanctified because of you. All the things that live bring gifts to you and offer them in gratitude and gladness at your feet. The scent of flowers is their gift to you. The waves bow down before you, and the trees extend their arms to shield you from the heat. And they lay their leaves before you on the ground that you may walk in softness, while the wind sinks to whisper round your holy head. The light in you is what the universe longs to behold. All living things are still before you, for they recognize who walks with you. Wow. So that is how holy we are. (laughs) We are the light of God. And the Course in Miracles really drives that home, that we are the light of God. And, you know... I'm I'm you know I'm still human even though I've gone through my growing periods over 57 years of my life um and just the last couple of years boy that course the course is really sinking in on and how we don't have to be this way you know <laughs> and I'm getting to the point where it's like okay I'm I'm done with this I am I am done being unhappy I am done being miserable in certain situations I'm done beating myself up I'm done being second best. I'm done this, that, and the other. And I kind of got the message. Well, not kind of. I did get the message earlier this year because I was talking to Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something different. Something has got to change. Jesus told me, you really need to do the course every single day. You need to do the meditations. You need to do the whole thing seriously. And of course, you know, the resistance comes up, right? No, gosh, I don't have enough time. Some of these things require 15 minutes meditation. What are you talking about? I got to go to work, you know? (laughs) And then I I said to myself, how badly do you want this? Yes. You know, one of the lines in um, A Course in Miracles is Jesus saying to the reader, how long, O Holy Son of God, how long? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I'll still be here. Jesus is saying, I'll I'll be here waiting for you, but how long is it going to take? <laughs> so I, I just kind of, you know, I had to let it settle in, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Jesus is right, which I knew, right? <laughs> I didn't have to problem with that. And so I have been. This year I have been. I've done the course every single day. I've done meditations every single day. And you know what lesson two is? Lesson two is I have given everything I see all the meaning it has for me. Yeah. So everything that I look at, I'm assigning a judgment to it. So I can either look in that mirror and say, Lisa, you're a big fat loser and what's wrong with you? Or I can look at that mirror and say, Lisa, you holy son of God, you beautiful thing, you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You yeah, sexy thing. Just as you are. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. We are. We are all perfect exactly as we are. And for us to nitpick at ourselves is just causing misery. Stop it. Just stop it. Be vigilant only for God. You know, get those thoughts out of your head that are judgmental and critical and 
be vigilant only for God and, and replace those thoughts with love and just love everything. Mm. Just throw love at it, whatever it may be, forgive it. <laughs> yes. And, 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 you know, my big lesson for this year is I have been forgiving everything. Absolutely everything. I have been vigilant in my thoughts. And when a really, you know, something pops up that's unpleasant, it's like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm thinking about such and such. I'm done with this. I have no use for it anymore. I want it out of my life. Please take it from me. And it usually goes. And it might pop up again. Something else might trigger it. But it's the feeling isn't as intense and it's easier to again say just i need to let this go you know and i have to tell you this these last eight months of my life have been the most peaceful i have ever been ever because you know once you think about what you're thinking about and you catch yourself having these thoughts <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, Holy Spirit, I am done with this. I am done thinking, you know, whatever it is I'm thinking that's holding me back from my higher good and from from my peace. The Holy Spirit is right there, ready to take it from you. But you got to get rid of it. You got to be willing to do that. This and I think a lot of people don't realize that they're beating themselves up because it's so natural. They've done it their whole life. Oh, yeah. They don't realize it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and you do yeah. have to get to the point where it's like, you know what? I am sick of living this way. <laughs> you know, it's crazy you're saying this because this morning in the middle of the night, too, I had some thoughts, some memories where of things I mean, from when I was like 17, 18, that I felt I had done that I was beating myself up over. And then this morning, you know, like I wasn't being forgiving toward myself because I'm hanging on. I'm thinking about this. And and then this morning, just by coincidence, I read this definition of forgiveness from Catherine Ponder. And the whole sentence is only six words. And it just makes it so clear. It's forgiveness simply means to give up. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just to yeah. give it up. I don't need to beat myself up over. I just, that, it's that simple. Just to give up, mm -hmm. to give it up. Yeah. My previous course teacher, she said that um, the word forgiving, you break it down. It's forgiving to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. You just. I don't have it. to carry it, it around. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened this morning when I was feeling getting sucked back into it. Just like uh, you were talking about, Lisa, this old pattern of feeling judged by the school, judging the school, you know, like all of that, and then seeing the roots of it. And I just said, just take it, God. I'm done with it. Like, I'm really glad this was brought to my attention. Yes. Take it. I'm done with it. I'm going, oh, and then I start rehearsing. Well, right now, I'm just being reminded. Because last week we, our show was what are you rehearsing? This as simple as just shifting into. I would just like to feel better now, like to mm -hmm. really honestly just choose anything pleasant in that moment. I just like to feel better now. Just like to appreciate my friends now. I just like. To, I mean, I did this on the way to the beach the other night. As a, um, I was driving 
north of Malibu to this place, and I was talking to my buddy, and it's not, it's amazingly uncrowded place, which is a blessing, but my buddy was said, you're probably going to be surfing with some, some people up there because, you know, they're getting off work, and I said, you know, with this place, you just never know, and I just let go of that thought, I blessed it, I just said, I just want to feel good and, and let God do what God can do. I pulled up, this isn't a miracle, no cars. I drive, walk down the trail, no people. I surfed for an hour and 15 minutes. Just everywhere else was windy. I drive up, slowly the wind dies. It's just sheet glass when that water's just calm as it can be. The waves just kept getting better and better and better, like miraculous, one after the other. And this, it was incredible. Never saw another person except the seal. I walk out. <laughs> I see two guys. I found one of their dog collars buried in the sand because they had two dogs. I almost walked away because these other people were like, oh, I don't know who that is. But I walked back because I saw these guys and their dogs. And I said, is this yours? So they were so excited. Then they had seen me surfing. They were like, that was like a dream session you just had. So that amplified the reality of what was yes. going on. And I started getting really high. So I'm showering off. I walk to my car, I put my clothes on, and it's just after sunset. And I never do this, but I was like, I'm just going to lean on the back of my car and enjoy the view of the Malibu mountains and the sky. And I'm not going to rush back into got to get to work mode. I'm just going to stay in this like divine space. I look up, I see a jet coming over the horizon with this like glowing smoke coming from behind it. And I never even, I barely even use Instagram now, but I was like, I'm going to put that on my story. And it turns into not a jet, it's a friggin' rocket being launched out of Santa Barbara. And right when I start filming it, it disconnects from the lower rocket and there's like a like a 1980s space movie pod shooting into space, which turned out to be a, um, the U.S. government is um, rehearsing this type of new rocket that can respond to different threats quickly. Oh, wow. And it was just, I just happened to lean back. Like, I'm going to enjoy the night sky. Right then it comes over the, the hill and I videotape it. And it just that just kicked me further into yeah. this land where like that least is describing. I just let it all go to Holy Spirit and just yeah. felt so loved. But this yeah. is the self-criticizing is pun when we punish ourselves with the thoughts, even if they're from other people, because self-criticism is self-punishment and telling myself Rehearsing for disaster is self-criticism, but you choosing not to accept that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you may say my hair is long. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't care. With you, I can't go wrong. Yeah. So, but then, too, and our reality reflects it. Thursday, um, Stephen Tom Thorpe was going to help me because I had a bunch of paintings to bring to Jennifer's shop, Vivera yes. Boutique. In Playa del Rey. If you're ever down in Playa del Rey, Vivera Boutique. I got to see the work, by the way. It looks amazing in there right now. And then there's vintage clothes and the vintage material. My wife makes hats and bags. and It's beautiful. So Candles. But, there's, but folks, I'm going to warn you. There is very limited parking. So... That can be a problem if you prepare for limited parking. So the day we went. Yes, bless it. We got lots of things. And there's only one entrance. There's very few spaces in front. And the thought is, oh, okay, starting to scheme. 
I'll park here. Then Steve could try to park there. And I said, ugh. So we ate, and then we were going to go to Vivera because we got there early. So Steve goes ahead, and he's pulling. He's go, he's reporting to me on his phone. He goes, oh, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any, any. Oh, wait. There's someone pulling out. They just picked up their dog. There's a spot. And he apparently pulls in, and we hang up. And now I'm going, well, should I try to park there, or should I just park in a lot You know, that's like 100 yards away? And I go, that feeling of preparing for disaster, this limited idea. I said, right. no. You know what? There's going to be the perfect spot. I pull up. Now, Steve is parked. His spot turned out to be right in front of the entrance, which we needed to bring this stuff in and out. And then I see right behind him, now there's an opening. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, can my, my doubting mind still wanted to criticize and go, right. is my car going to fit in there? And I hear it loudly go, Daryl, it's more than enough room for your car. And I pulled right in. But this is showing exactly what we read in, in Norman Lundy, exactly why it's important to do what uh, Lisa just read to us, is we get really what we rehearse, mm-hmm. what we anticipate. And the joy, it never gets old. And the joy is seeing, holy cow, this stuff is for real all the time. Right. In our own, we're always only in our own universe, like that quote you read. Yes. You know, we're always getting the reflection of what we believe about ourselves. Right. And Um, ourselves include our circumstances. I just spent a long time preparing for disaster as a kid. That it became a bad habit, but it's not a reality. Actually, it's a detriment. Yeah. You know, Daryl, you were saying earlier about how um, um, you were absorbing what other people had said about you as a kid, and you know, as as you grew up, you started believing things that it's just because other people said that about you. You know, and and we still do that as adults. We're very sensitive to criticism of others, and you know people yelling at us in the parking lot about the cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, I just love that lady's story from last week. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um but you know, the course once you start studying the course and you start realizing that everybody's projecting their own yes. guilt and shame onto everybody <laughs> else. And so, you know, if you could just stop when somebody says something to you or does something to you, you don't don't go down that road of, oh, I'm a horrible person of all the shame and the guilt and the, this person doesn't like me and have that little shame spiral going. <laughs> the, the course will teach you in, in time as you practice it to stop after a certain point because, you know, you still do it. You still do it. But then you can stop yourself and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's their thing. That's them projecting upon me. <laughs> yes. And it's a call for love. Yes. And so that's when you send the person love. You know, you, you pray for them, send them some blessings, let it go, forgive it, and wish that person well and send them on their way, you know? One of one of the things that the Course teaches is that eventually you will just start watching, having these things come to you, thoughts in your head, and you just stand back and watch them float by and say, oh, that was interesting. 
you know, let it go and yes. <laughs> latch on to it. Don't grab it. Just let it let it let go. It yeah. up, you know, and and it's fabulous once you start learning. To, that's where the peace comes in. You know, when you don't start absorbing yeah. all that stuff. You are inspiring you know? me, Lisa. I wrote down this one thing for myself because it's this is the first. This is the most leverage I found in related to. There's this. It's, it's the mother who is offended, like has this certain end, whatever this right. this dynamic. And I've been blessing it. I this morning I said I'm ready to let it go and talk. And you talking, just I just wrote down when it, I just see myself blessing them in my meditation. Yes. I don't know what you're beating yourself up about, but it's got nothing to do with me. I love that's you. That's right. And then yeah, I, I love you. Yes. I don't know what you're beating yourself up about, but it's got nothing to do with me. I love you. And just that's right. Bless it. Well, this is yep. the, this is the thing. A few weeks ago, I was in Santa Barbara. I just want to put this out there because the tendency, the feeling, the feeling in the moment is can cause my reluctance to let go of it yes. as quickly as I I I ought to for my own benefit. So. Last week, I'm in Santa Barbara, and uh, Rod Schweitzer joined me. We went to Unity of Santa Barbara a few weeks ago, and it was fantastic. Kathy Norman gave a talk, and afterwards, we're going to eat in beautiful downtown Santa Barbara. Not a cloud in the sky. And I'm walking, and there's uh, one of the streets, Main Street, I believe, is now a pedestrian street. There's no cars State on it. State Street. That's it. Thank you. State Street. Is no more vehicle traffic. It's for pedestrians and bicycles. So it's like a giant mall. But at some intersections, the the perpendicular streets are still thoroughfares. Mm -hmm. So there's a red light. And I am walking parallel to one of those streets, crossing State Street, which is the pedestrian street. And coming down the street towards us, towards where the light is red, allowing the perpendicular street, yeah, yeah. the right away, there's a, a, a young man and a, I guess his girlfriend or wife on their bicycles coming towards us. And I'm walking with Rod, and we're high as kites. <laughs> and so I wave to the guy because we're walking. We're going to be walking right in front of him as he's making his approach to slow down. So I wave. And smile, and he goes, I'm not stopping for you, bro. I'm stopping for the light. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. And the sad thing is, part of me wanted to, like, should I just knock him off his bike? Because <laughs> he has really nothing. He's not on ground. Like, I could easily just go whammo and go, oops. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's real. And this is why, folks. Because in that moment, the feeling is my own feeling. I start feeling inadequate and weak. Like, that's the first bad thought to have. Right. So now I want to punish. But just like you said, here's the good news, Lisa. At least mm -hmm. now I don't react. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't say anything else. I'm still walking away. My feelings went into, I'm inadequate, I'm weak. You know, I should have fucking clocked them, which is not the right thing to do. Uh -huh. And it would only, 
it, there, no good comes out of that yeah. response for anyone. And I'm eating with Rod, and because not identifying this feeling of weakness and inadequacy, like I'm taking that on. That's really not the reality, but it's almost like I'm taking it on. Like I'm inadequate. I shouldn't know. See, I try to do something. Just horrible thoughts. And I'm eating, and we're talking about positive things, and then those bad feeling of inadequacy. It's like, but I had to persist. Yes. I had to persist. And the thing that works is I can't I, – the, the method of trying to understand, well, he's in pain, that's on him, that doesn't help. I mean, this helps some people quickly. For me, the thing that worked, that doesn't work quickly for me like oh they're in pain because like my new jersey turex will pop in and go good well he should be in pain the way he treats people that doesn't work for me but what does work for me is just start praying for them pray for them to be happy pray for that like in my mind i'm not telling you i don't go oh i'm praying for you no nothing <laughs> within my mind you know just pray for him to be happy yeah pray for him to be yeah. happy and it helps unlock it from my gut. Yes. That's the key. It unlocks it from that. Yeah. The gut. Yeah. yeah you have to remember the ego always speaks first. Yeah. The ego speaks first. And once you recognize that that's the ego getting you riled up, you can just push the ego out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Because well, when you described it, I could, the real first thought was him feeling weak and inadequate because yeah. he had that little, the Johnny Rotten cover-up. He felt embarrassed that that he that vulnerability of you just waving it joyously, and then yeah. he like he didn't feel worthy of that, and he tried to protect like, and he you know like that. It's amazing. And well, then, it was yeah. yeah. I mean, later on, I'm thinking, God, what does his girlfriend think? That's, I know I've like it seems like because I was old enough to be this guy's father, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what does he? What does she think? Like this old man is waving yeah. joyfully, <laughs> and you're, I'm not stopping for you. I'm stopping for the light. <laughs> That's, That's Jim Morrison not being able to hit the highlight, the high notes, and then destroying the set. Oh my god, <laughs> we've all been there. I um, yeah, I know. You know, uh, you know, another one of my lessons of forgiveness uh, towards myself is um, I work in a situation where people can evaluate, my customers can evaluate my service through a survey. And I wasn't getting any responses and they couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting any responses and whatever. But I mean, like, I just wasn't. And I'm like, and so finally I said to Jesus, I'm like, okay, why am I not getting any, any responses on these surveys? I mean, not even, I mean, nothing. And um, Jesus says, well, do you do it for other people when surveys come through for people who've served you? I'm like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess if I have to get love, I need to give love, right? Yeah. <laughs> I never think about that. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, I guess if I gave a little bit more love in that respect, that's a concept right there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Daryl, you want to share something from me about your... Uh, okay, this is, I just, I don't know if anyone knows this, but I'm going to share this because... This came up after I do my morning routine. You might get ready with this thing just in case. This after, is one more amazing thing that came out of New Jersey. Yeah, there's one more amazing thing that came out of New Jersey. We're always learning through Daryl. Well, the uh, 
Either you're the ultimate um, making stuff up, or New Jersey is a lot better place. Unfortunately, for credit for. I, I can't make <laughs> I can't make up as much as I used to because now that Google came along. But uh, but listen, so every morning after I do my morning routine, and you know, one of the things I'll do is I'll just draw in my pad with no idea of what I'm going to draw. I'll just start making. I'll just start making a line, right? And then I go, ooh, and I'll let the intuition turn it into something. So this was just two days. Today's the sixth. This was just yesterday. Oh, wow. So just yesterday morning, you know, we know the show is coming up. So the the topics in my mind, in my subconscious. Um. So I start drawing, and I. It turns out that it's it's going to be the Statue of Liberty, right? So there we have the Statue of Liberty, and she's looking. I just started with the face, and I go, I don't know, I'm just turning a Statue of Liberty, but just go with it. I just go with whatever it is. Oh, she's looking down at her right foot. And then I started getting excited about the, sim- the, symbol- the symbolism in the Statue of Liberty. And you could use this as a personal symbol um, to inspire you and motivate you in loving yourself. Because I don't know if you know this, but the Statue of Liberty is not standing still. She is walking forward, and you, it's clearly indicated because her right foot is elevated, getting ready to move into step forward. And I realized that liberty, um, the definition could be summed up for me, as the only real security lies in adventure, that's liberty. Standing still is oppression, and that's why there's broken chains at our feet. Standing still is oppression, it's remaining in my comfort zone. The great news is when we step forward with that faith, and that's why she has a torch in her hand, whenever we step forward or step out boldly, Providence will illuminate our way. We will be immune from harm when we move forward. But what's the book represent? Well, on the book she's holding is the date of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. We have to make a personal commitment Mm. like you were talking about. Mm. You know, we have to make a personal commitment. How long does this take? As soon as I commit to I am going to move forward, with faith, well, then it also represents the commitment America made on that date, and the book re- represents or symbolizes an apostle of freedom. We're free when we move forward with faith. And what happens when we move forward with faith? Well, she has a crown. We're crowned with favor. We are crowned with favor. God blesses our bold enterprises. enterprises. And on the crown is seven points. They represent the seven continents and the seven seas, meaning that this way of living works for everyone. Isn't that incredible? And that's the Statue of Liberty. And it also is the most, ironically, the most recognized symbol of America in other countries. If you say, what's the symbol of America? 
the first thing nine out of 10 um, people in other countries are going to say is Statue of Liberty. They're not going to say the eagle. They're not going to say the dollar. They're not going to... They're not going to say the capital. They're not right. going to say. They're going to say Statue of Liberty. So it's it's an incredible spiritual yes. thing that we have right here, and you could use it as your personal tool to keep moving forward. Stop criticizing yourself. Make a declaration yes. of of freedom for yourself. Freedom from self criticism. That's the oppression. And the chains you'll break free from, you'll move forward. And as you're moving forward, you're going to be, providence just means divinely guided. You'll be divinely guided. Right. And it's an inner dependence, yeah. right? That's it's an inner. inner. Yeah, that independence is an inner dependence. And it's God within us all. A little bit of trivia I told Ed this morning. What state do you think the Statue of Liberty is in? Oh, I know the answer because you said it. <laughs> ah, go ahead, say it. It's in Jersey. Yes, that's right. The New Jersey. <laughs> it's actually in New Jersey. It's on that side of the border. <laughs> well, we're getting ready to wrap up. Do we want to read? Uh, did you want to say something before, and then we can read the Daily Word and wrap this show? Well, up? I just wanted to say real quick, a, a real good way of forgiving oneself, if you want, because like last time I was on, we were talking about Louise Hay mirror work. Yes. Um, you know, if you look in the mirror, the the Hawaiians that there's a, a traditional Hawaiian forgiveness called Hono Pono Pono. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's, I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. And you don't have to get it in that order. However you say it is fine. But, you know, I, I had some health issues come up that were my own fault that were controllable. And um, I, and I knew that. But I, until I got a diagnosis, that it was like, okay, I got to change my lifestyle here. Yes, yeah. And I was really mad at myself. And I came, I came home from the doctor and I looked in the mirror and I said, Lisa, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. We're going to fix this, you know? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're feeling shame or guilt about something, just look in the mirror and, and say that. I love you. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And you can do that for any situation, yes. any situation. Yes. And, and it's a very quick, simple, simple thing. You know, um, yeah. Daryl said one thing, by the way, which was, you mentioned the comfort zone, which you never use. And so I was like, what is the origin? And actually, this is why I don't like it. The comfort, comforter is Latin word, which means to strengthen greatly. To strengthen. Oh. So I want to be in that zone. What I don't want right. to be in is the stagnant zone. This, that's the word. Yes. It's like where, where like you didn't, that's take, the, the word. You didn't take action yes. on something you knew. Or I didn't take, like, I, I got yes. stuck in something. It's more like a stuck zone. It's yes. more of a stagnant zone. But I like being comforted. Yes. Getting strengthened greatly, being loved, is, being wait, kind to myself. Wait, do you want to know how crazy this yeah. is? I should know better, folks, because this morning, look what I wrote in my book. Comfort, a feeling of freedom from worry or disappointment. <laughs> That's exactly right. So oh. feel free to lounge in your comfort zone. No, yeah, but but don't lounge. Take it from the zone. Statue of Liberty in order for her to being victorious and living in liberty, she is moving out of her stagnant zone. Or if you're on YouTube, you can see our logo, which is same thing. Step out boldly like our friend here on the screen. Yes. So, 
You know, the thing about begin again is, um, you know, that's a course teaching too. Every time you, you think you've done something, just choose again, choose again, choose again. So if you're thinking those judgment yes. thoughts or those critical thoughts, choose again, begin again, start again, oh. every moment. If you read um, my, my boyfriend's real big on Eckhart Tolle and Eckhart Tolle is all about the now living in the now mm-hmm. and they're playing the now. So if your now is goofed up, your next now can start again. Yeah. <laughs> I used one thing the other day, Lisa. Um, something upset me, and I was in the bathroom, and I remembered the quote, uh, the biblical quote, where Jesus says, Behold, I make all things new. And yeah, I was in the restroom, mm-hmm. and, and someone did something that jarred me. And to to choose again, instead of saying that, I just went, behold, I make all things new. And it like to to really jump me into a new yes. thought, a fresh new thought of the situation that wasn't derogatory in any way. Next behold, show, I make all things new. Next week's show yep. could be called Begin Again with Sammy Smith. He's yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, right. oops. I have it. I just have to bring it up here. Okay. Each day is an opportunity to begin again. I'm going to say each moment is an opportunity (laughs) to begin again. Just as the sun rises on the new day, a light dawns within me as I begin anew. My past is behind me. Not bound by my mistakes or regrets, I take the best of what I learned and leave the rest. My future is ahead of me. Mine to shape according to my highest hopes and dreams. I say yes to opportunities that call me. I pay attention to my passions and those things that kindle my zeal and enthusiasm. These nudges from spirit encourage me to live in the highest expression of myself as a divine being, a beloved child of God. I am in, excuse me, I am in the precious present now. I leave hesitation behind. One with God and at peace with myself, I am ready for every good thing as I begin again. And from John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Nice. Ah, great. Again. <laughs> well, my, my previous course teacher was an IT guy, and he'd always say, reboot. Yes, I yes. like that. Reboot. 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 So thank you for rebooting our operating system today, Lisa. <laughs> Absolutely. We oh. will talk to you again. Every time we see you, you shine brighter, laugh louder, and uh, yes. make us feel better. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Give you our guys love, are great. Give our love to everyone. What is it? Unity of Lansing? Where, where are you guys going? Unity Spiritual Center of Lansing. Yeah. Yep, and unitylancing.org. And again, if anybody wants to learn about the Course in Miracles, it's acim.org. Or if they want to join my class, they would do it on Zoom, um, unitylancing.org. And there's a link out there under the classes link. Oh, that'd Zoom. be awesome. Wonderful. I'm sure there's people Thursday, who are... Thursday nights at 7. So that would be what time ours? That's a Indeed. 4, uh, 4, 4 p.m. Yeah. 4 p.m. Okay. It's well, the same know, time as uh, Nancy Norman's. Okay. Well, well you got uh, options. Yeah, you got Course options. Miracles, maybe. prosperity, whatever you like. But the other thing, Lisa, you were telling Daryl and Ann earlier about all the times that you stepped out boldly in your life. 
I remember you were chuckling when you told us about a time you started a dating service for chickens. And Daryl and Ed replied, That sounds amazing. Why did you stop? I remember Lisa shrugged. They flew the coop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what you said the last time was, I was struggling to make hens meet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Daryl, won't you? Put your tiny hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Babe, I got you, babe. Visit Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. Come into the studio, will you? Get in the picture. Get in the frame. Come on. Where are they? Where are they? They're on their pilgrimage. They're coming. They're coming. Keep singing. Keep singing. Here we go. Here we go. Put your tiny hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain they can't climb. Babe. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Five hundred dollars. Really? See, two hundred dollars for you. One hundred dollars for you. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away 10% of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.